Thank you guys for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. This podcast is a beacon of lighthearted content for anyone at any stage of their spiritual ascension. If you appreciate this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you listen. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's happening? What is up? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I am so thankful. I'm so grateful that you're here. Time is your most valuable asset, and you get to choose how you get to spend that time every single minute of your day, and you chose to listen to this podcast. So I just want to say I appreciate you doing that intentionally. Um, if you do appreciate this content, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever platform that you listen. What this does is help expose this content to people who may need it, and it just really helps me out a lot that way. So thank you so much. Um, don't forget, guys, we do have our Patreon account. Um, I just started creating some guided meditations, and I did this intentionally to be able to help people who have very busy days. Um, they're usually no more than 10 minutes and each of them kind of coincides with different moments of our day, whether we wake up, whether we are dealing with someone who uh, is causing a lot of resistance inside of us. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. It is free. I don't force anybody to subscribe to my material, but if you would like to subscribe, it is $5 a month. So that's another thing. But yeah, it is free, so go ahead and take a listen, and I'd like your feedback also, so feel free to shoot me emails, DMs, uh, let me know what you think. So yeah, go check that out. Also, uh, I do spend a lot of time doing this podcast. If you would like to donate um, towards this podcast to help keep it going, uh, we do have our Venmo in the show notes at the GFSA podcast. So so uh, guys, my life's been pretty good lately. Uh, I'm so grateful. I'm so fortunate uh for my family for everything that we have and what's going on we went to dinner last saturday with my wife uh wife's work the owner of the clinic took the employees and the husbands and wives to this really nice spanish restaurant it was called the columbia i think and it was in ybor city in tampa so good delicious food they had dancers it was entertaining like it was a really great experience um they had this cafe con leche that was just oh my gosh it was just so good and i needed it too i had a long day so it definitely kept me kept me going through that uh that uh evening but yeah that was a great experience my son he has been playing uh more football he actually had tryouts for a seven on seven team down in ocala last sunday and i'll tell you what it's it's awesome when you're doing something that you love and you're in a zone like you know when i worked in the motocross industry and that was something that i really love to do or even now when i'm writing or when i'm podcasting like i'm not really thinking about it i'm just allowing this creative energy to just flow and come out of me 
And to watch my son be able to do that with football, you know, it's awesome because he's very talented. He's very athletic. And, you know, with teenagers, there's only so much you can do to help them understand discipline and help them understand the, the things that they have to do on their own to advance themselves. And I'm starting to see that he's taking a little more initiative in this. And it actually showed at this trial. And I'm excited. I'm I'm not jinxing it. I'm, I think he's definitely going to be on the team. But it's exciting to see that work in real time and, and to see him uh all that hard work that he's doing and that intentional work show up when it counts and so i just love that i love seeing my son just shine and do what he's got to do it's awesome also my father-in-law he's been doing really well uh we've had a lot of appointments that we've been going to and you know i haven't really been in the situation where i've had to kind of help care for someone and, and help uh someone with their health and if you don't guys don't know my my father-in-law he does have a couple of different types of cancer and you know it's 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 sad it's it's definitely sad but what's so great is that i think we're all very resilient people we're a very resilient family and we're all just pushing forward and we're using this time as a time to to be mindful of what we have you know and like i said i've been able to have a little more freedom so i've been able to take my father-in-law to these different appointments and you know i feel like we're developing a little more of a bond a different bond that, that we never had before and it's teaching me a little more mindfulness it's teaching me patience um <laughs> man he's had a couple procedures that really were difficult to sit through with him because I always want to be with him and what, whatever he's doing, whatever procedure he's got going on, because this is, you know, this is a lot for someone who's 73. Um, and he had this procedure yesterday and man, I tell you what, I'm definitely an empath because I, I almost passed out because I knew how uncomfortable he was and I knew how difficult the situation was and I'm sitting in this chair and I'm holding his hand. I'm trying to be like, you know, Hank, you know, just keep breathing, keep breathing. They're almost done. And then I find myself like seeing the black come around my, my vision, my peripherals starting to close in. And I'm like, Oh shit, man, this is happening. This is happening. Um, and, uh, it actually happened twice. Last time I actually had to get up and leave the room while, you know, he's, in, in the room on the table I just I didn't want to pass out that's a really that's an ego thing man when you feel your consciousness slipping away it's like you're fighting you're like no I don't want to lose consciousness I don't want to go go away um so yeah that was a uh, this experience has definitely changed me and uh I'm just grateful I'm grateful I have my family I'm grateful I have the things I have in my life and um and that's it also the full moon is here. I'm sure by the time you guys hear this episode, uh, we will be right in the midst of the the strongest part of the full moon or maybe a little on the downside. But this is the time, guys, if you need to banish something, if you need to release something for, from your life, you know, this is the time to do it, especially with the new year coming up. Just meditate on what you want to let go of. Uh, think about that. You know, light a candle write that shit down on a piece of paper and 
burn it, you know, give that up to the universe, you know. Um, we all have so many things that are uh, habits and, and thought patterns and things that kind of keep us suppressed. Um, and we know what that shit is. We all know what those things are. Mine is I procrastinate from time to time. I have a lot of negative thoughts that don't have shit to do with what I'm doing. <laughs> and, and those are some of the things that I need to let go of. I, and I acknowledge that and I understand that. So yeah, let go of those things. This is the great, the, the best time to do it right now. Okay. But anyway, with full moons, I usually find at some point prior to the peak, I tend to feel extremely negative. I feel heavy. I lack motivation. I have a lot of anxiety. I have guilt about a lot of things. Um, I have self-defeating thoughts come up, but I also put pressure on myself a lot of pressure to be positive because I feel like as, as someone who's a very, very extreme empath, I'm very empathetic. I understand how my feelings can affect others, you know, especially my wife and son. So, you know, when I had my spiritual awakening at times, I felt like I needed to feel my best all the time. Like I could never experience a bad emotion. And when I did, I felt like I really had to to claw my way out of that dense emotion. Like I was just climbing up this big hole out of the ground where where there's nowhere to really grip. But what I realized is that I was actually dismissing my own emotions because of the toxic positivity that I tried to force on myself. Okay, and for me, when I'm dismissing how I feel, when I'm ignoring how I feel, it doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> okay, so. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Um, I'm going to break for break for a quick advertisement, and then we're going to get back into this, and we're going to dive into this subject. But stay tuned. This is really good for you. So toxic positivity is it's one of those things for me that's kind of funny to hear at first because, like, how can you have toxic and positivity in the same phrase? You know, <laughs> like, it seems like an oxymoron to me. But because words have power, you know, we're going to define this. I think it's important to know uh, what we intend when we speak, what our intentions are behind the words we speak. So the University of Washington Medicine describes toxic positivity as dismissing negative emotions and responding to distress with false reassurances rather than empathy. And it usually comes from being uncomfortable with negative emotions. And something that I've come to understand is that the intentions behind it are usually pretty good, but you can at times feel alienated. But I just want to give you a few examples so that you can kind of understand better if there's something that you've never really experienced, okay? So imagine you just had a difficult day. Um, you've come to talk to your friend or your significant other about your day, and you're like, man, I really had a tough day. This happened, this happened. And then your significant other says, but you have so much to be grateful for. Why is this bothering you? Or, you know, maybe you said work's been really stressful lately and it's been difficult to, to kind of handle what's going on. And that person listening to you says, you're lucky to even have a job, right? Or you could say, you know, I'm, I'm so sad 
I miss my best friend or, you know, my grandma is dead or, you know, I, I miss her and I wish she was here. And that person says, well, at least you got to spend time with her. Whenever I'm in a space of disappointment and frustration or depression, the last thing that I want to hear is someone else's opinion on my emotional state and why I shouldn't feel the way that I feel, you know, because for me, sometimes it might take me a whole day for me to to rebound to a balanced state of being. You know, I, I am a crab and I do um, feel very deeply. So it could take me a day. You know, it, should, it might even take me two days. And, you know, when I'm told why I shouldn't feel the way I feel, I feel further from my peace because that's not how I feel right now. Right. That's not at all. I, I, I'm here and it's a long road for me to get back to that point. And when I feel those feelings, honestly, if I'm speaking with someone about them, uh, which is which is rare, but uh, I just I want to be heard. I just want someone to make space for my feelings and allow me to, to acknowledge them without judgment. That's all I really want. I'm not trying to have a pity party or anything like that. You know, and I'm not sitting here saying that that nobody can ever tell me anything when I feel bad. But if I tell you what's going on in my life and you dismiss it or, you know, you tell me to look on the bright side, that's one thing. But if you do that every at every point in my life when things aren't going well, I'm not going to really feel like you care or that you're making space for, you know, what's going on in my life. Um, when I was doing research for this episode, Psychology Today mentioned five signs of toxic positivity so that you can really understand, you, you know, if someone's responding this way to you or, you know, you can think of how you respond to your loved one's misfortunes when they confide in you. OK, so the first sign of toxic positivity is the denial of any negative emotions. OK, first sign. Second thing is the invalidation of natural emotions. The third sign is guilt about feelings. The fourth is the inability to respect other people's emotional experiences. And the last one is the emotional shaming of others. So when I look at all of these signs of toxic positivity, it seems that they all have one thing in common, right? And that is your feelings, your emotions. And across the board, it seems that there's a general sense for me of emotional suppression from people who show these signs. But the one that really resonated with me the most is the emotional shaming of others. And this is the main reason I retreat when I'm when I'm really going through shit. Because first of all, I don't want to subject my loved ones or, you know, anyone at all to my negative feelings but also, people shame you for showing emotion, especially as a man. You know, there were times where even I'm, I'll be hanging with my wife, we'll be watching a movie, and she'll see a man really ugly cry, have a deep cry, and she'll say, damn, I can't watch that, like, because it's hard for me to see a man cry. And that's not something she was really exposed to growing up, men showing vulnerability. And as a lot of us know, when you dismiss even your own emotions, that emotion doesn't go away. That suppressed energy manifests itself how? Through 
anxiety, depression, health problems, heart problems, high blood pressure. And, you know, let me throw in the fact that I'm not a doctor, okay, but this info is readily available on the internet. Um, but yeah, these are things that do happen to people. You hear about people dying from broken hearts. Um, so yes, this suppressed energy can manifest itself into uh, physical ailments. But I don't want to make this entire episode about how others' toxic positivity can make you feel, um, you know, whether you do it to yourself or whether it's done to you. But I do want to give you guys some tips on how to cope with your own strong emotions. Um, because for me, it's really about how you feel in any situation and getting to a balanced place. You can't blame how you feel on someone else's toxic positivity. So during my research, I came across an article by a clinical psychologist named Victoria Tarrat. And it's Victoria, T-A-R-R-A-T-T. Um, she's a clinical psychologist and she suggests these four steps to cope with your own strong emotions. Um, and this resonated with me because these particular steps are for folks who endure toxic positivity, okay? So the number one way to cope or, or the first thing you do to cope with your own strong emotions uh, is to acknowledge that emotion, right? Um, you know, there's times when I have felt very angry in my life and, you know, about something and I'm actually not. I'm actually maybe disappointed or I'm actually very sad. So what I try to do is when I feel an emotion, you know, let's say my wife or my son or, or my father-in-law or, or even my dogs do something and I feel this frustration or, or you know, disappointment inside. Usually it's that's not the first feeling that's happening. Usually it's something that's happening later on in the day that I have anxiety about or it's something that I'm beating myself up about. And that, that initial reaction actually is coming from that thing that I'm thinking about and not what's happening in front of me. So acknowledge that emotion and, and find out where that emotion is really coming from. Um, the second step uh, to cope with your own strong emotions is to confront the cause. So in any situation that you have an emotion that comes up inside of you, if you can, or if it even makes sense, confront that person or, or handle or confront that situation that's triggering that emotion. That's how you open that relief valve on that emotion and, and kind of relieve some of that pressure. And if you can't do that, step back and just observe this situation and take yourself out of the equation and understand the other, other person's perspective. And at times that's something that's difficult to do when you have strong emotions inside. But after, after everything subsides, um, it's a really good idea to step back and observe your actions and observe the actions of the other person in this particular situation. And my wife and I talk about that a lot. You know, at times she deals with some very unfair customers or um, clients rather. And <laughs> at times, and she knows a lot about animals and sometimes these other clients don't know a lot about their animals and don't understand a lot about pets and don't understand a lot about how a vet clinic works and so what she has to do is take a step back 
look at that situation from that person's perspective so that she can have a better understanding of the situation. And it even helps her relieve some of that uh, stress that she may have in those situations. So, uh, yeah, confront the cause. Um, like I said, confront that person, that situation, step back and observe the situation. And if, if you can't do either of those, just talk to somebody about the cause of this, this emotion and what's going on. Um, to me that I, you know, even if you can't get therapy, just have a conversation with someone. I think that's the biggest way to cope with a lot of these strong emotions. And usually for people that have strong emotions, they don't really, they aren't really able to get them out. That's what I've noticed in my experiences with my close friends and uh, family is that usually they don't have the opportunity to get those emotions out. So yeah, talk to somebody, <laughs> talk to somebody, get that shit off your chest. Third step to coping with your own strong emotions is owning your response. And this is where you reflect on your response to the situation you know think about your behavior think about what you could have done better uh at that time that you response or you responded or you confronted that person or that situation there's a lot of times that this is where i do most of my work because i go back and i'm like man i wish i had said that i wish i had said this thing so yeah definitely own your response and and use that for for the future to know how to communicate your feelings better and your thoughts better. And the last step to coping with your own strong emotions is to make time for self-care. Okay, make time for yourself. Find any activity that calms your mind, that relaxes you. Um, exercise, yoga, journaling, meditation, sleeping even. <laughs> Take a nap. Sometimes when you feel a lot of resistance or you feel a lot of um, uncertainty go to sleep go to sleep relieve that release that resistance that you have uh, inside of you you know take care of yourself um, intentionally and that's the important thing is to intentionally make the time to make yourself feel relaxed and to feel better okay we all have a responsibility to our soul to reach for balance and to reach for peace in the midst of chaos, right? And our higher self wants nothing but peace for us. So to wrap this up, guys, if if someone's toxic positivity is dismissive to you, let them know that you don't feel heard. Let them know that you don't feel like this person has space for you and allows you to communicate how you feel with without judgment. You know, or, or find somebody that will make space for your emotions, okay? You know, I, I know, I feel like toxic positivity is this kind of new phrase, kind of like gaslighting that, that's out and that people use to kind of justify uh, certain behaviors. And it's true. I think it's a very true thing. I think that there are people that aren't in touch with emotions at all. And when they do hear any kind of uh, issues from their friends or their family, they don't know how to, to allow someone to feel heard and feel seen. Um, but that's not your fault. That's not why you aren't feeling better. So that was the whole point of this episode is to, to know that just because someone someone isn't letting you be heard, that's not their fault why you can't get better and why you can't reach towards more peace and reach towards 
more balance, okay? Um, so keep that in mind, all right? If you need to feel heard, find somebody that's going to hear you. There's always people out here um, that are willing to listen. Uh, there's Facebook groups. There's therapists. There's all kinds of anonymous groups. So there are people that are willing to hear you. Shit, I'm here. If you got something that's on your mind, man, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up, all right? Because I think that being able to spill our guts to someone is the ultimate way of healing. It's the ultimate way of healing. Don't be afraid to look a certain way, feel a certain way. Um, I'm going through shit. I'm going through things now, but I just choose to look at it as an experience and do the best I can in any situation. And uh, that's all we can do. So, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Keep going. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep taking baby steps. Uh, keep doing those things that align with the dreams you want to achieve and the goals you want in your life. And don't stop. Okay? Don't stop doing those things because we're here to have the experience that each of us wants to have. We see things, we experience things, we experience contrast, and that changes what we're reaching for and what we're grabbing for. And look for those things. Look for the things that make you happy. Look for the things that make you feel that peace and make you feel that balance. And and always reach for that. Always reach for peace and balance over anything, okay? So I appreciate you guys listening. I thank you so much. Um, be sure to check out the Patreon account. Man, we got a couple more weeks and we're on to the new year. I can't believe this. So it's been over two years that I've been doing this podcast. So thank you guys to the loyal listeners. I appreciate y'all. Um, it's just, it's so great to be able to do this. So thank you so much. I appreciate y'all listening and I'll see y'all next week.